This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hi, and welcome to the Full 90 Soccer Time Podcast. Our weekly look into Seattle Sounders FC, or sometimes twice a week now, nerdy soccer culture. Fan outrage, host outrage, internet outrage, crocodile outrage, no wait, alligator outrage, <laughs> yes, and an attempt to understand the hottest soccer league, barely funded in Florida, MLS. We're your hosts from mornings on 107.7 The End, I am Gregor, and he's been in the locker room on the pitch, and in the stats booth at CenturyLink Field, Brandon, from the internet. Hello. Man, I, now I, all I can think about is like a bunch of mad alligators who are angry because they haven't gotten to eat enough people because there's less people on the beaches or, I don't know, alligators aren't on beaches, are they? They're like in the marshes and Everglades. Well, alligators got a vacation, bro. Yeah, I guess. I guess. <laughs> I have a question. How do you think an alligator would wear a mask? <laughs> like, I, I try to imagine like a, 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 oh, I'm thinking it'd be harder on a crocodile. That's what I'm thinking of. Which one is pokey or pointier? Crocodile Crocodile's got the big long, the big long schnoz, and yeah, uh, al- I feel like you just get a condom and just stretch it <laughs> over the alligator's face. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that works. Uh, I think there's a subreddit dedicated to that. Not safe for work. <laughs> that's how they. Uh, that's how they teach sex ed in Florida. <laughs> okay, what you got to do is you got to gra- grab the gator. <laughs> Don't let it touch your butthole. <laughs> is is this a euphemism? <laughs> you got to grab the gator. <laughs> Sorry, mine's more like gotta... a crocodile. <laughs> <laughs> Been there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, do us a quick solid click on through to Apple Podcasts or however you listen to it and give us a rating. Yeah, definitely five stars unless you just listen to the last like two minutes of this podcast. <laughs> 10 stars 10 stars primarily leave us a comment leave us a comment and a review but most importantly tell us what you think the burner account for brian schmetzer is on sounder at heart in the comment section yeah from uh schmetz's big gun 69 to schmetz dong garber 420 <laughs> for the canadians yeah <laughs> hey massive shout outs i said uh, Apple Podcasts or wherever you can. Massive shout outs to Liana, I think is how you say that, and Silverdale, spreading the full 90 Soccer Time podcast all over the Facebook. Put it into like a big soccer fans forum. It, ah, so cool. We love you for that. And thank you so much for as much joking around as we do. It is fun to be able to know that we're talking to somebody. Yeah, we're like super bad at promoting our podcast. So it's really helpful when other people help us with it. <laughs> <laughs> I have been doing Facebook at least once every three days, okay? That's that's my commitment to this. All right, uh, this week, the we definitely want to be there. How dare you, Jeremiah Ocean, Sounders FC, take on the, wait, the Sounders actually made it through? Team to be determined in a battle for the, at this point, we'll be in Florida until the weather is tolerable cup. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> or till we die of coronavirus, he jokes inappropriately. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we don't, Sounders don't know who they're going to be playing, um, but they definitely want to be in Florida playing, apparently. <laughs> so at the post match press conference, uh, I make that joke at Jeremiah's expense. He has been nothing but nice to me, and so massive credit to him. But he had, um, I, I'll get it wrong, so I'm not going to try and reproduce it, but he had made a comment that was then misrepresented to the coach when he was trying to joke, but it didn't go over well over Zoom. And then the coach got real mad, and then the coach tweeted about how much he didn't like the art article that that comment was from and it became a whole thing and i feel bad because jeremiah is has that encyclopedic brain for sounders knowledge and has done nothing but 
great things for it. But still, it was awesome to watch Coach get mad. It was. It's basically like oh, especially uh, especially now with his like big old arm construction arm muscles. Uh, like when he gets mad, he like goes Super Saiyan and then just bulges out of his uh, Black Lives Matter T-shirt that he's wearing on the sideline. His mask, his mask like explodes over his face that just grew three times. <laughs> oh no, Spence's big gun 69 is here. Oh, he's powering up. Schmitz's <laughs> uh, <laughs> big gun 69 has entered the chat. <laughs> 69. <laughs> uh, but basically, basically, I think that like the point of the article was something like uh, ba- a lot of fans, uh, a lot of super fans, especially don't want the team to be there because they don't want anybody get risking getting sick. And I think that it was misconstrued to, to the coach in a way that was like the players don't want to be there because they themselves are worried about getting sick. And to be fair, like there have been a lot of issues at the tournament for the players. I mean, we've joked about the food. We've joked about everything else. But uh, to, to, to Schmetzer, like it became like a we don't want to be there because the tournament sucks or something like that. I mean, they don't want to be there because Columbus was fed to the Gators. Like, obviously, <laughs> the consequences of falling out of this tournament are literally dire. Yeah. Uh, so uh, his, so Brian Schmetzer's tweet, though, was this. He said, the Sounder at Heart article from uh, July 17th is one of the most upsetting articles that they have written. I may disagree on ratings, other fan posts. Uh, certainly, fans have a right to voice their opinion. Therefore, as a fan, I have a right to say this. Every game matters. Hashtag EBFG, which makes me wonder, uh, did Bryce Spencer just all games matter sound very hard? So the first time I read it, I was like, yo, coach. Okay, boomer. Like, (laughs) yo, who are you? The president of the FIA who said that who contradicted the only black driver there's like really ever been in Formula One. And he was who's like being like, hey, we got to do more for black people because there aren't any in the sport and the guy's like settle down you're being dramatic all lives matter like straight oh up. god dude i mean like the head of international motorsports said that so uh when i see that every game matters i'm like yo yo <laughs> but also schmetzer has been nothing but sensitive and dialed in on the subject so i significantly doubt yeah, that, yeah, that yeah, was the yeah. case but yes i got triggered too yeah, no, so, and like the thing is, like Schmetzer is a huge Sounders fan, right? Like he's the coach, he's, uh, but he's also a card carrying member of the ECS, right? And apparently, he is reading Sounder at Heart, uh, and and is <laughs> participating in the comments somehow, probably under yeah. an alias, being like, "Oh, do you guys see how strong Schmetzer looked on the <laughs> sidelines? Gosh, his tactics are great, but his biceps are greater." <laughs> Schmetz, Schmetz Don Garber 420 says. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Why are you reading the articles, coach? I hear that. You're, I get it. Yeah. You're trying to be close to the fans that you want to try and understand the game as they are. But like, good God, like Saturday yeah. Heart's pretty tame as well. They don't even like really like there are plenty of places where people say awful things. The Internet. Uh, yeah. I wouldn't know anymore because I've been locked out of it for the <laughs> for the last eight, seven days of not it's having Twitter has been good. a disaster. <laughs> It, dude, I started my own Google Doc of things, and it just says tweets I can't send. And it's not because I like say terrible things like every game matters or whatever. It's because I can't send tweets, so I just type them into a document. And I feel like I've become Creed Bratton on The Office, where they just set up a Word document, and he just types <laughs> his evil thoughts into it. Yeah. That's what I feel like right now, because yeah. I'm like, all my anti-Trump bullshit going in there. It's amazing. Sorry yeah. for swearing. Okay, well, anyway... um. That was quite the result uh, on whatever night that was, Sunday night. I don't know what you were expecting. Honestly, 7-0 is what you said. Halfway there. But I was very surprised to see Seattle switch on so hard. A 3-0 victory against Vancouver Whitecraps FC, giving them not just a win and a chance, but also somehow they get to advance to the next round of MLS's Crap Cup with... A third place. Yeah, at least. <laughs> um, at least. At least. Like, you don't usually think that you're the third team and uh, and only the top two teams advance and that you'd be one that goes along. Something that we obviously didn't get right on the last yeah. pod by only identifying one scenario and the wrong one. 
<laughs> Ultimately, I think we actually got it right. Yeah, didn't we? So. No. Well, not not no, because it doesn't matter. We said Basically, Chicago. We all we knew is that uh, the Sounders need like the, the only thing we knew for sure, at least, was that the Sounders mm. needed to win in order to advance, uh, and that yeah. was they needed to win and they needed some results from elsewhere to happen. Those results didn't come from within their own group; they came from uh, the other groups in the Western Conference, where the third place teams in those groups were just doing so poorly that it would be impossible to be worse than uh, third place in group B. So uh, at this point, the Sounders, there are some scenarios that we can get into later in the podcast where uh, the Sounders can still finish uh, second place. Uh, the But at worst case scenario, they'll end up third place uh, in, in group B, which means that they'll advance. Pretty cool to see Coach come out and defend uh, Ariaga before the match and say, like, no, 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 he's our guy. He's He might have had a bad go of it last match, but th- there's not even a doubt in my mind that he'll be out there playing. Then he takes to the field. He has a pretty decent match. He looked a lot better out there. Uh, he still does the thing where he is, like, the the... He has a poker tell, as you would say. I think we discussed this last season at length. But he puts his hands up and like Neil deGrasse Tyson sits yeah, on the internet, yeah. like no, 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 no. Oh, oh. It, if his like ha- if his hands go up and his face does the you mad bro uh, like face, that means <laughs> yeah, that yeah. he definitely deserves a red card. <laughs> yeah, def. I mean, it's like there's it's the worst tell ever. Like some people just turn around and walk off, and you just try to be calm and you hope that you don't escalate. But he's like, uh uh-uh, uh <laughs> no, no, <laughs> like a hundred times, and. That came out at one point, point. I was like, oh, God. But then, boy, this poor guy. I didn't realize that Ariaga literally translates to spaghetti legs oh. because, holy crap, he took a line drive from about eight yards away straight to the face. And I'm joking, obviously. I don't actually want to see a guy get hit by that or that his name literally translates to spaghetti legs. But he turns around and tries to walk off, and his legs are like, oh, 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 oh. Right to the ground. Immediately. I mean, I mean, you had players on both teams and the referee. Like, you, I mean, you should. I think the. Uh, I'm trying to remember what the referee's name is. He's the bald one. Um, but he's uh, like immediate. Like the, just the panic on his face as he's waving for uh, for the medical staff to come on, and all of the players on both sides are waving like crazy. I'm doing it right now. You can't see me if you're listening to this <laughs> podcast, but I'm doing it right now. Like waving super. <laughs> Super frantically for them to come on because Ariaga, like after he took that shot, uh, he just like he tried, like you said, he tried to walk it off, and then all of a sudden he he did the stanky leg and, and hit the ground. <laughs> that was excellent use of the stanky leg. Yeah. My God, Brandon, that was amazing. Uh, to me, I'm just going to call that ref Vin Diesel from yeah. now on. So, <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know. He looks like the bad guy. You won't. You won't know this because you're too young. But he looks like the bad guys that are giant that you fight in Double Dragon, and they like they're like um, they're street toughs. I don't know what they're called. I should look it up. Yeah. But that anyone that is old enough to have been alive in the '80s knows what that is. He looks Carry like um, he looks like Ben Kingsley uh, playing Gandhi. <laughs> <laughs> um, Perfect. So, I mean, just to just to wrap this up, Ariaga uh, is, according to Garth Lagerway, he's currently in concussion protocol, um, which is a five to six day process. We don't know yet when the Sounder is going to play next. He could be available, but what you're looking at most likely, in case he's not, is that Gustav Svensson and uh, Shane O'Neill, who I thought played a really good game. Uh, because I didn't hear his name really called the entire game, which may, which I'm not used to with the Sounder center back, right? Uh, he, they didn't say Shane O'Neill's name almost the entire game, and which makes me think he had a really great, quiet, solid performance. Um, mm-hmm. And so if if Yamar hasn't recovered from his injury by then, and if uh, if uh, Ariaga is still in concussion protocol, it looks like you're looking at Goose and Shane O'Neill at center back. Wow, wild that Goose is back in that position again so that he's filled in in the past or whatever, but everyone else is <laughs> expended or fed to the Gators, and now we're back feeding Gooses. I love this uh, I love this take from Scuba Steve uh, just because <laughs> Scuba Steve is one of those guys that likes to make uh, jokes in poor taste, like this podcast. Uh, and he said that... Uh, <laughs> top fan, top fan. Yeah, uh, we say, you know, Ariaga is known for his signature tucked-in shirt look, and Scuba Steve said that when he was hit in the face, uh, his chin went full tuck, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. 
Well, um, it wasn't just the central defense that were making the um or making the headlines, I guess you'd say. It was also performances by my favorite action figure, tech deck legged New Who Tolo. What a match! Yeah, I I um I was actually surprised. I watched New Who the whole match like very closely because I was very curious what he was going to do when you have like uh, when he is maybe the only chaos factor in play, and he's not playing next to uh, the chaos factor that is Yamar next to Ariaga, um, so <laughs> but I thought New had a really composed, great match. I, there were a couple times like I can't even count the amount of times I said that's so New Who throughout the match because there were a few like weird step over, like unnecessary step overs. And like Thursdays at seven, <laughs> it's that's so new. That's so new. Who? That's so new. Who? <laughs> Follow, <laughs> followed by Brian and the Seaman. <laughs> that show got canceled. Oh, uh, after Harry Ship retired at like twenty three years old, however old he is, he's like thirty probably. <laughs> I, I don't know. Twenty three, perhaps, but that brings us to relevant. Uh, headlines thanks to stadium voice of seattle sounders fc james woolard for the comment here an article at ctvnews.ca royal canadian navy to replace seamen in rank titles with gender neutral term i do feel bad that this whole time the supporter section for harry ship the seamen was not inclusive and so i think we should if he was still playing we would take a page out of Canadian culture and definitely replace it. But I I wonder do we do we leave it at semen or uh, no? I, how does that I go? think at that point we just call it um. <laughs> uh, you're gonna bleep that one out. I'm assuming. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. <laughs> How about all the young guys that got a got a shot to play on uh, Sunday night's match? You saw a debut from Atencio making his uh, making his uh, debut. That's what that means. Uh, coming on real late in the game, but might as well get some minutes out there if you're going to end up having to go real deep with your with your squad because of the stupid tournament. Get them out. Get those nerves out of the way. Get them some playing time. Also, Danny Leva came on at some point. Yeah, you had uh, Shannon Hopiao was also playing. Uh, I think the only uh, recent signing that the Sounders have that didn't see some minutes in this match was uh, Joshua Dub- Dumbledore, uh, who who did not get to play. Uh, it's crazy to me. Like uh, one of the, I think Stu Holden made that made the um, comment during the match. Who he was commentating the match, obviously, but he made the comment for the Sounders to feel confident enough in this game, whether they were up three nothing against Vancouver, that they could start throwing in these 18-year-old kids, these 19-year-old kids in order to play uh, just to get some experience minutes in like a now non-pressure in a must-win game for the team if they want to advance. <laughs> they're they're able to... Well, you need some goal differential yeah, too. They're able to start throwing in children <laughs> to, <laughs> to play. Uh, so I, I think that that just speaks well, to how well the Sounders played in that match. If they had lost... Would they have still thrown the kids to the Gators at the end, or do they get to go home because... Well, I guess they're all of, of age, except for Danny Leva. I think he survives. <laughs> What's your cutoff for throwing kids to Gators? Well, we should think about yeah. this. Next time on an all-new That's So New Who! <laughs> That's So New Who! Followed by Gator Attack! <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I think... Uh... It's 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 cool to be able to see those young guys get get some minutes, and who knows, maybe we should have signed like a fourteen year old center back because they're dropping like flies at the moment. <laughs> All right, uh, man, let's just take a second to appreciate FS One's coverage. I know John Strong is a former Portland Timbers announcer. I don't get that at all. I don't like he's obviously a professional and drops all that behind. No big deal. He did a great job. Stu Holden is fantastic after being assaulted verbally or sonically by Taylor Twellman, who has the power to bring John Champion down to the championship. Like, it's incredible. Stu Holden is such a breath of fresh air in there. Do yeah, I, I totally agree. I feel like he's the um, he's the Taylor Twellman that Taylor Twellman wishes he was, you know? Like he's the he's like the calm, reserved, uh, confident. Like he's played in the Premier yeah. League guy, you know. Like uh, he, he he's he's just he was very very good 
at his job because he doesn't have to be a hot take machine in order to stay relevant. Fortunately, Fox yeah. Sports has uh, Alexi Lalas to fill that 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 thing. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Who, good, who, good, good. who? Uh, so sorry, sorry. Go ahead. So. If you had to pick one for your, um, if you were Desert Island, right, and you had to pick one to be trapped on the island with you, twelve men, lotless. Who do you? Oh choose? my gosh, that is like the uh, that is like a uh, bang Mary kill of all time, basically. Uh, <laughs> I I oh I gotta take I gotta take Taylor Twelman on that. Hundred percent, because Twelman seems like a helpful guy that's just kind of a wet yeah. blanket. He like seems like a nice enough dude. Lawless is just all about like the hot takes. I feel like that uh, that twelve men would be like we would be stranded on the desert island, and I, I if, if it was Alexi Lawless there with me, he would like within thirty mm-hmm. seconds would look like Tom Hanks from Castaway. Would like have the massive beard. His his like hair would be in a full afro. You know, just swing it around. <laughs> yeah. like. But I feel like we could be on there for like. 45 days and Taylor Twelman would still be in a pristine three-piece suit just talking about how uh, the U.S. soccer uh, pyramid structure has fallen so far from grace. <laughs> yeah, you've, you've sold it for me. I actually want Taylor Twelman yeah. there. I want the guy 45 days in who looks like, just absolutely sharp and, and has stuck to his taste. The- <laughs> Although, if I was if I was going to find a coconut to eat, I would actually have to go with Lawless because I think that he would be more apt to like swim out and spear a fish and bring it back. He just in, swings you know? his at the palm tree. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, the only thing, the only thing I'll say about this broadcast that uh, that I don't, the act out, the act out is where it was, Brandon. The fact that you acted that out for me was incredible. Um, I feel like John Strong. Um, uh, the thing about him as a play-by-play is that sometimes you know, if I'm not fully paying attention to the match because I'm watching Twitter like the unengaged asshole that I am when I uh, watch sports with my brother. Um, Mm-hmm. Is is that I'll, if I'm not fully paying attention, John Strong will start like doing an in-game ad read for like Target or something like that, and I will think that somebody has just scored a goal because the way that he like he reads he reads <laughs> these in-game read uh, ads with the same gusto that he that he talks about a goal scored. Like it could be it could be like the most magnificent magnificent goal scored by like. Lionel Messi, and he will go full Ray Hudson, except it'll be for like Continental Tires in the forty third minute. <laughs> Tell me about it. My Subaru's got new skins. Yeah. It's amazing. He'll <laughs> be like, he'll be like, and Target is your place to shop for all MLS gear. Yeah, thanks, man. Like, I, I'm just thinking that, like, Jordan Morris triple nutmegged a guy, and it just turns out that they're trying to get me to buy some new underwear. All right, that brings us to the most important player for Seattle. It's the body armor insulin man of the match. Yeah, your body armor insulin man of the match has to be Jordan Morris. Couldn't go without mentioning him. It's the body armor insulin save and punish your kidneys in the same shot. <laughs> I don't know why I hate body armor sports drink or whatever that yeah, is. I just yeah. I hate it. I hate it. I don't know why. I'm sorry. If you want to if you want to sponsor the pod, I will definitely change my tune for money. I think it's I think it's the fact integrity. I think yeah yeah. <laughs> I can be bought. <laughs> it's uh I think it's the fact that it's like the most MLS thing to be sponsored by a sports drink that nobody knows about. It'd be like uh it's like we're not sponsored by LaCroix or Bubbly or uh we're like sponsored by the like uh Topo QFC Chico br- or something like that. Or like yeah, no. the QFC brand How water. dare you how dare you besmirch Topo Chico like no, that? No, I feel superior. like I just feel like it's not as well known as all of these other No, games. no, no. But it would be like Topical Chico is what they would do. They would like have something that's like it's like Body armor is like, gee, have you ever heard of un- like underarm? Let's just change one word and then we'll we'll yeah. go off that. And what is it? Oh, it's a drink. Oh, okay, Great. yeah. Like, there's yeah. another Sounders podcast that does a drop that says hot trash. <laughs> like, yeah. like, wait a second. Hold on now. Hold on. We'll see it on the ad board on the sidelines at the at yeah. the next Sounders match. Yeah. <laughs> Hot trash. Ah, son of a bitch. Anyway, yeah. Jordan Morris, great game, I guess. <laughs> yeah, Jordan Morris uh, played played great. Um, he cool. uh, he had a, he had a 
yeah, he had a goal. He had an assist. He uh, earned the penalty. The whole game. Okay, I have two thoughts about Jordan Morris. First of all, he, go ahead. He looked thick. He looked thick. Jogo <laughs> is thick. Uh, he. I thought like um, so. He he bought the goal that he scored was incredible. He just like was stronger than the guy he was running against and faster. He looked like he just, he looked like Marshawn Lynch making that run against uh, the New Orleans Saints where he just like put the, put the team on his back, grabbed his, you know, junk and then like dove into the, uh, into the uh, end zone. I feel like that was Jordan Morris. I feel like the part where he then said, this one's for Harry and produced. (laughs) Too far. That was He went, he went full Alexei Lawless. (laughs) Too far. Hey, also, would you like a coconut? Yeah. <laughs> Don't. No more acting out with your wiener. Uh, but the other thing about Jordan Morris is that, is that like, the entire match, I feel like um, every cutaway or, like, every time that they cut to Jordan Morris walking, like, onto the field or, uh, uh, like, in between fouls or something like that. They'll like do a, a zoom in on Jordan Morris, but he always looks like he's just walked into a party, like into a house party that he doesn't know anybody at. And he's like looking for somebody that he does know. Like he looks uncomfortable. Like, like he, he wants to be there, but also he's just like really nervous because he doesn't know who to hang out with. And he's like going into the kitchen to see who's playing beer pong and maybe he'll make a friend in there, but also trying to play it cool as if right. he's like, whatever. Like yeah. if he was allowed to have his phone out there, he would definitely be checking it just to yeah. like avoid like the, like, yeah. The, uh, just like making, friend, just making quick glances up like every few seconds just to be like does anybody like think it's <laughs> where weird that are I'm you? here yeah. where is rolled on god yeah. damn it <laughs> Christian told me he'd be here like 20 minutes ago man like there's uh, <laughs> Alexi Lawless won't stop like staring at me from the corner <laughs> put some pants on man <laughs> But then, but then, like Stu Holden comes over, and Stu Holden is like the kind of guy at a party who'd be like, "Hey, man, like you got a drink? Like you want to come like play games with us?" Hey, are you Chad's friend? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Hey, oh, he's coming, man. Come get a drink. Yeah, come on, yeah, we're playing yeah. some beer pong. You want in on that? Yeah. Oh well, yeah. I'm Stu. Good to meet you. Yeah. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's nice. Oh, yeah. I feel so good about Jordan Morris playing soccer now. That's yeah. good. Yeah. It was his hundredth MLS start for Seattle Sounders FC. That seems impossible. Yeah. I it. I mean, yeah, considering he's, like, seven years old, uh, he he has played, uh, like, just out of his mind. He played out of his mind. I think this is the first time he started. Uh, no, he started in the first game in the tournament, um, but uh, he started this game and just played ridiculously well to the point where, like, I've, I've seen a lot of Jordan Morris hot takes, uh, but one of my favorite uh, tweets was... You've made a lot of Jordan Morris hot takes. That's true. One of my favorite tweets, like, yeah, there's been a lot of hot takes, but this this tweet takes the cake. It says, funny story is that when Messi was a kid, his teammates used to call him the Argentine Jordan Morris. Really makes you think. <laughs> <laughs> Who said that? That's amazing. That was uh, Tom Alex Weber, at Tom Alex Weber on Twitter. So very good, Tom. Very good. <laughs> give, him, give him a follow. Yeah. That's, that's wonderful. Yeah. Okay, well, uh, Jordan Morris, massive match. Obviously, that was that's uh, super easy to point out. Like it was clear from a mile away that that was the thing. Now, you have uncovered something from your Twitter following: uh, the secret sauce to a Sounders season. Ooh, I like that secret sauce to a Sounders Ooh. season. Woo! Yeah. Uh, so Ravi uh, Rameni, who is the um, he's like the director of sports science or something at the Sounders. He's the nicest the nicest guy um, and is just like a tact or like an analytical wizard uh, the way that he uses data uh, for the Sounders. Anyway, uh, he, he wizard bird. <laughs> wizard Ravi is a wizard bird. <laughs> That's his other form. <laughs> he says, uh, "He says, uh, dang, the Sounders FC secret sauce is out. And uh, he, what he's re- alluding to is a uh, statistic that Fox Sports put up during the broadcast, which showed that the Sounders points per game uh, before July 18th was 1.09. And that's like historically for the Sounders. And after July 18th, their points per game is 2.15. So they're averaging more like twice as many points per game after July 18th, which a lot of Sounders fans are now taking as 
we know that the Sounders aren't good in July. We always said that the Sounders season doesn't start until after July. But now we can be more specific and say, if it's before July 18th, don't bother. If it's after July 18th, Sounders are going to MLS Cup, baby. <laughs> so you're saying that if there's a slow summer start, that the season can suck it. No, no I mean, yeah, that's... No. <laughs> I have to go myself now. Thank you for that. <laughs> That was funny. <laughs> I hate you so much right now. Okay. While we're at tweets, I mean, this might as well be people complaining on Twitter or whatever. How about Don Ruiz with the take of the oh century? Oh, my gosh. This was... Uh... This so before the Sounders match, Chicago uh, played San Jose, which had some apparently effect on whether or not the Sounders went through or not. Um, San Jose ended up winning, but uh, we've waxed poetic about how terrible Chicago Fire's rebrand is. Uh, sure, it's sure, awful. it's awful. And Don Ruiz says uh, uh, on Twitter, he's a former uh, uh, reporter for the Tacoma News Tribune, still follows the team uh, very closely. He says, if we're listening to a crowd that isn't really there and seeing a pitch with an Adidas logo that isn't really there couldn't someone photoshop a better crest onto the chicago fire shirts <laughs> <laughs> they paid for that you know they paid for it's that it's so bad it is so bad. speaking of uh there's another new team i don't i didn't put this in the sheet here but uh, uh Sh- charlotte uh the mls team in charlotte just announced their name uh, oh my god brandon it is not okay it is. I, I don't know if it's garbage or hot garbage. I think the rollout is hot garbage. Hot garbage. My buddy even texts me to be like, so, the clit it is, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so, they, uh, the, the, in rolling out, so their, their official name is Charlotte Football Club. Okay. Great, great it's name. It's fine. It's like if you just want to be named for your city yeah. and add football club, I'm f- I'm fine with that. I can handle that all day long. It happens all over the world. Like I don't, they don't need to be called the the nunchucks sure. or whatever. You yeah. know what I mean? They're Although like, that, that would be cool. Dope name. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but they the the way that they rolled out their name or like the way that they teased their brand in their announcement, like their logo is fine, right? Like it's it's yeah. whatever. Um, it's a crown in the middle of a circle. Great. Yeah. Um, they uh the way that they teased it though was like in the weeks leading up to announcing their name they had a uh list of potential names and they would keep tweeting it out and cr- with one a, a new name crossed out and a new name crossed out and the fans uh of this of this team the people who are following it from Charlotte are like oh this name would be dope i really hope it's this one it's like charlotte town or charlotte athletic or like some some names that fans like really have grown attached to over time yeah Turns out they just went like Charlotte Football Club and everybody was like, wait, you tease all these like dope ass names just to give us like <laughs> the most generic name of all? But that's not even the problem for me. Oh boy, I hope I hit the button where I need to mute that thing just a minute ago. My God, okay. Good luck, everybody. Anyway, that, that's not the problematic part. The problematic part is that the three-letter airport designation for Charlotte is CLT. Yeah. And so they're going to shorten the team name to CLTFC. And I got to tell you, my perverted eye just glancing by this, when they tweet out the official name and it's CLT, 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 and then a link to there, it looks like they're just putting. And if I come to the same conclusion as my friend without having any prior conversation that that's what this is, you didn't run it by enough people before you did this, okay? It's not their fault that that's the airport designation, but it is your fault when you go to announce your team. They're going to have a really big problem with all of their male supporters finding the stadium. All right, this just in. We have a result from the Vancouver-Chicago matchup that I did not see coming. The the rain delay, I did see coming. But the actual re- result, an upset, if you will, Vancouver taking the win over stupid old Chicago. I like, like the only like the only world that Vancouver beating Chicago can be an upset is in Florida at the MLS's back tournament. <laughs> <laughs> like anybody beating Chicago being an upset is funny to me. 
it's crazy that Vancouver is missing three quarters of their team and had a guy that they found living in the parking lot playing, but like yeah. they were still able to defeat Chicago FC. That was not a performance worthy of that fire crest, and that says a lot. No, it was. It was. Um, I didn't. I Don Marie's. <laughs> <laughs> I uh I didn't watch the match but I guess there was like a, a lightning delay and like we've already waited we we recorded like the first half of this podcast a day ago and then um uh you know we were waiting until the end of that result so we could record this and talk about like what what implications might it have on the Sounders uh the Sounders playoffs and um like as the the match kicked off at six o'clock and I'm like, okay, by the time I'm a- awake, it'll be done. And then I wake up to my brother texting me being like, Hey, there's a rain delay in the sh- or like a lightning delay in the Chicago Vancouver game. And it's not going to kick off until like one Oh five or something like that. I was like, God dang it. man! Like I have to wait even longer for this stupid game to finish. <laughs> um, it was crazy. Cause it did start on time and the first half played and it was fine. And then I like stepped away. I just had it kind of like streaming in the background as I was doing stuff. And then you text me because I forgot to go back to it. <laughs> and you text me to be like, well, it's delayed. And I'm like, oh, that's right. I was watching that soccer match that was incredibly boring. I watched from the AT&T 5G camera that was giving everyone coronavirus. Not yeah. AT&T, just the 5G. AT&T, yeah. you're all right. Especially since you advertise at the station. You're the best. <laughs> um, but I was, I was watching it from there. And that is a different experience that I think with a little bit of work could actually be pretty cool. The way that they track the action. And you see how it's just a cool different angle. Almost like you're actually playing FIFA or something like that. Oh, no. It's almost like you're playing NFL games. Like yeah. Madden because of the angle that you're going. But it's just cool to watch the defense and offense. How they develop. A, how a play breaks out. And specifically how the counter comes. It was really cool to watch that. What was really bad about it was the actual quality of the soccer on the field. And that um, we were watching, I don't know, a team that had no, that seemingly had no vested interest in it beating a team that was could have potentially at one point we were hypothesizing could have taken the group yeah it like chicago beat seattle uh in in the their first match in the in the, the yeah. group play and then um lost everything since then florida beat seattle i feel like yeah, yeah, <laughs> at first in that first round <laughs> humidity and salty man water beat seattle <laughs> in the first round <laughs> uh, yeah, but like uh but then they go and lose like idiots to San Jose and Vancouver <laughs> and uh and then Vancouver somehow like Vancouver lost San Jose and obviously to Seattle in the last in the last game and with one win against stupid Chicago Vancouver has somehow made it into the round of 16 <laughs> Now, what did that come down to? Because they both won one and lost two. So it was goal differential. Chicago had a worse goal differential. That's so what Vancouver, it was. So gave- in order to advance, Vancouver had to score two goals. Uh, they had to score two, two more goals than Chicago because, like you said, it's goal differential. And the, the final score in that game was 2 nothing Vancouver. Vancouver did a better job defensively with their backup goalkeeper who is like not able to buy cigarettes in America. <laughs> I don't know how old the guy is. I think he said he was 17. He's or 17 like years Vanc- old is playing their starting goal. Their starting goalkeeper, their backup goalkeeper because Hanwall want to crush the other dude's thumb in the other match. Oh, that poor Crepo or Crepo or yeah, whatever Crepeau his name is. I, I, I feel for that guy so much. Even as a rival, I'm like, that sucks because yeah. I want to beat him, not physically on the field. I, I want to win. I want to see him lose, <laughs> not get actually beaten by Buana. Yeah. But uh, I mean, it, it, there's no maliciousness in that. No, it's just no, like, no, He no. just got stepped on and his big dumb thumb broke. <laughs> but the idea that this kid, like at one point the kid, uh, whatever his name is, uh, Hassal, is that his yeah, name? Yeah, yeah, Hassel. Hassel? I think. Um, he th- he uh, tried to throw a ball out to a winger and threw it right into two defenders. And the color commentator, I forget his name, he could not let it go. He was so mad. He's like, this kid's going to have to do better than that. Kid delivered a shutout. Like, what more can he do? <laughs> yeah. Let him have an error. He's not the starting keeper. Settle down, everyone. Anyway, like, it was a... Uh, Greg goes and does sumo and gets thrown out of the ring and Ali Moreno or whatever sitting up in the booth and be like, <laughs> Greg's got to do better than that. It's bonkers that Vancouver on one win 
went from being the fourth place team to taking third and getting a spot in the knockout rounds of this tournament. I mean, this tournament, the fact that a team that won one time, we, I mean, this, this garbage tournament keeps delivering. I shouldn't be so mad at it and talking so much crap because here they are making amazing things happen we, that we, uh, giving us all the ammunition. We, we were like, I mean, we put it out on our poll. We said, do you think that after watching the Sounders play against Chicago, do you think that based on that performance that they would go through uh, to this, whatever, to the next route, to the knockouts or whatever? And uh, 87% of people said no, but I think 87% of people, including us, uh, didn't realize how low the bar was in order to make it into the <laughs> knockout route. You could play like garbage against two teams and then score two goals against Chicago in advance Uh, on a squad that has three-quarter power at the time like no freddie montero no one out there and they somehow still advance yeah in a a 17 year old a goalkeeper so they're one of the four third place teams that advances in this it's so crazy when you have four teams in a group and three can get through like you must feel real dumb if you're chicago Chicago fire (laughs) dc united colorado rapids not surprised and and then I guess, I don't know, we still have two groups that we have to find out how they'll finish up because Atlanta United lost all three matches. It, oh, my it, God. Worse, they didn't even score a goal. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's That's bad. so crazy. Yeah. So they gave up one goal in each match. That's got to be the most boring team to watch. Shout-outs to Deb. Man, that's crazy. So, okay, so where does that leave us? What does that mean is going to happen for Seattle now that we somehow see a team advancing in second place instead of third yeah so somehow the sounders having secured uh freaking second place in group b uh despite (laughs) trying their hardest to (laughs) lose and go home (laughs) um they they advance to the the knockout rounds the round 16 to play against whoever finishes in second place in group f which at this point is either going to be um uh lafc or portland uh, or uh, there's a, like a very slim chance of it being uh, Houston Dynamo. Okay, so Houston, it doesn't feel like it's going to happen because LAFC and Portland are both so massive. Okay, so we find out after the LAFC-Portland match, and then I guess the question is then, who are you hoping Seattle plays in the next round? Houston would probably be the best bet, but let's say it's between LAFC and Portland Timbers. What do you think? I, I've, I don't know. I Yeah, obviously love Houston of those three teams although the Sounders also lost to Chicago which just <laughs> crapped out of group B so it's hard to say that the Sounders would be anybody at this point uh but they I would I I think I'd actually take LAFC which might be stupid because they're the team that just put six goals on the Galaxy uh like a few days ago yeah. um but I think I take LAFC just because like our our history against Portland in the in the playoffs is just um just bad it's just really bad and this isn't like the play this is like playoffs junior so it's not like that bad but it's yeah, it, yeah. it's it's not like if the, if the sounders lost against portland in these playoffs which are in no indication of how the sounders actually perform in the playoffs which is quite well historically um anyway all that is to say is that um yeah i don't know you take lfc the team that you beat in the baño of california stadium last year <laughs> and uh and uh, yeah, yeah, the better than Bob game. I think you take. I think you take that team. It's interesting for me because I think there's two elements to this. One's an emotional component where when you're playing your neighbor, it people get more up for it. But then there's no fans there, so I don't know how much that carries over. But there's got to be some occasion for people to rise to it. And some guys that have been getting dunked on forever, like the Del- Diego Valeri's, it's not being dunked on, but you know what I mean. Like yeah. they've, they've just had to watch all the the hype train roll through Seattle, and then. Them showing up against Seattle would be a tougher opponent, I think. Blanco's been doing amazing things for Portland as well. Valeri, Abobasi, like they've got quite a few names that would show up for it. But Valeri is the one that really gets to me because he's played in so many derbies against Seattle. And not that there's not the same on the Seattle squad, but I just... I don't know. I think there's more potential for things to get emotional and be lost that way from a team that already puts their hands up in defense and goes, no, I didn't do it. It yeah, wasn't me. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> the, the Ariaga. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Ariaga. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. dance. Um, 
So I, I don't know. But then LAFC, you got Bradley White Phillips. And any team with that guy on there is not good when you're talking about two central defenders that are an unknown right now. we got question marks over Ariaga and over Yamar both. And then on top of that, you're dropping Goose back into central defense, a position he's played before, but it's not his go-to position. I just The question marks there versus the talent that both teams have up front make this a really difficult decision. That's hard for me to like go in on one or the other. Yeah, LAFC I, is just like scoring hella goals right now. So it's hard to say that you would take them against a defense uh, on the Sounders that have, well, looked like <laughs> a red card waiting to happen 115% of the time. Yeah, it's crazy that that on full red card alert is like a for yeah. sure thing. <laughs> and like, like, I mean, we talked about it. If Nuhu is your safest player, you have a problem. <laughs> LAFC has scored nine goals in this tournament. That's crazy. Now another That's point in two to bring games. Up, That's in two games. In two games. Man, six and one will really do that. Another point to bring up is that now that we're past the, the group stage play, any matches that happen after here to the comparison to the playoffs don't it's not like that at all because these matches don't count towards anything other than a CONCACAF berth and a million dollars split between everybody. <laughs> these don't go against the regular season. So if the teams are uh, playing at this level, that's not the playoffs. Now it's just for pride. Yeah. Yeah. So you, these, these, these don't count towards your regular season total. You're not like, it's not about, you're not going to end above the line. If you beat, you know, LAFC in the sixth round of 16 or RSL in the round of like in the quarterfinals or whatever, you know, it's like, it's, it's literally you're, you're for in excess of a million. You know, I've, I was thinking about this today. Are you playing for a trophy? Like, is there, is there a trophy for this? Or does Don Garber just walk up to you with like one of those big, um, like clearinghouse checks, <laughs> like the massive, <laughs> like the oversized checks that says, it says like 15 new who's on it for you. <laughs> <laughs> You're, you actually, the, the winner gets to take home the AT&T 5G camera oh, from the yeah. top. The, they take it down and you get to take it with you, which is a real nice touch. Hey, so. you, you can hawk this on eBay for quite a penny. <laughs> <laughs> it's worth at least $9,200. So there you go. Yeah, but it will give you coronavirus. (laughs) (laughs) Not the AT&T part. They're wonderful. Just the people on the internet being insane. There we go. All right. Could you tell one of them is an advertiser? (laughs) You mean that coronavirus doesn't advertise on the station? It's like, hey, what's up? I'm coronavirus. Mind if I come over and hang out for a while? Invite your grandpa, too. He seems cool. You want to crush some beers? I'm coronavirus. Jesus. Ding dong! <laughs> hey, hey, this guy looks weird. He's wearing a trench coat. Hey, are you two kids in there? Nope, I'm coronavirus. <laughs> Sounders injury generator. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my hamstring hurts, and I've got coronavirus. Ah, son of a bitch. Dang you, 5G. <laughs> yeah, okay, so Monday night, it's a crazy event that it's at 8 p.m., Pacific time, so that means an 11 p.m. start time on the on the East Coast. Yeah, it'll be so. It starts on Monday, July 27th, and will definitely end on Tuesday, July 28th. And if they win, they will have to play on Friday, July 31st. That's that's such a quick turnaround. I guess that favors Group B right now because of the extra rest that you're getting. You know, really taking in that coronavirus without having to strain yourself while you're in Florida. You get a couple extra days to have some fresh legs, but then turn right back around and play again on that at the end of the week. That's crazy, man. Yeah, it does, it just, it's it's uh, it's like the epitome of again. This is for sponsors and not for the player's safety or health or well-being. Hey, nobody plug the USB cord into the injury generator. We don't need that that thing going off next week. All right. <laughs> all right. So, um, where where are you going to watch the match? Uh, I will likely be watching from my bed in order to because at eight o'clock p.m. Uh, I'm a tired boy. <laughs> Got to get up and go to work in your other room that you're in right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> maybe maybe I will watch on my wife's Peloton. <laughs> I will be doing the same, only I'll probably wake up at like four in the morning to try and watch it. I get up at four anyway, but you know what I mean? Get up and like try and watch it first thing in the morning before I get spoiled on the internet. Yeah. Because it'll, the first half, 
I could catch, but the second half will happen after I go to bed. What happened in the last match was that it was two nothing at half, and I was like, okay, it's two nothing. I'll uh, I'll go to bed thinking that anything's possible that that we could potentially keep a two goal lead, and instead I woke up with a three goal lead. Yeah. All right. This uh, you being permanently banned from Twitter uh, must be really <laughs> nice for you from not getting your sports ruined for you anymore. <laughs> uh, I got a shout out to anyone who's tweeting at me right now, and I'm not responding. It's not because I'm a butthole, though I am. It's only because I'm still locked out of Twitter a week and a half later or whatever. So, cool. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Sounders and Drew Generator. <laughs> <laughs> My hot takes! <laughs> ah, it's a hamstring! <laughs> now, real quick, I gotta give a shout out to um, some friends of ours and a bunch of people we know from the sports world that have gone on to start new gigs with an NHL expansion team. NHL Seattle today announced their brand new name, Seattle Kraken. There's no C in there. Believe me, when you post it with a C, people let you know immediately that you are an idiot. There's no C in there, despite the fact that it is a beast from the sea. But I'll leave that aside. Dad puns aside. Seattle Kraken is the newest team in the league. I, I gotta tell you, I understand people's hilarious hot takes, like not wanting to call it Climate Pledge Arena, instead call it the Crack House. Um, it's, a, it's a little derogatory to the all the crack sufferers. It'll in the- be, yeah, it'll be really nice when we have uh, one place called the, the Crack House, and then after that, you can go watch the Sounders at the Clink. <laughs> <laughs> like across the street, would you start a bar called the Crack Den? Yeah, great. <laughs> the, 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 the Butt Crack? <laughs> <laughs> but, but jokes aside it's uh well done the branding's well done the execution is cool the logo is neat the that, secondary, that logo, secondary is so logo, badass. logo is just Ooh. so legit with the space needle on the anchor yeah, it's real good. A lot of tattoos are going to come out of that one. I, They're not going to like this, and I'm sorry to our friends at work over there, but whoever did that real pro-looking Trogdor yes. <laughs> adaptation <laughs> of the Kraken logo. <laughs> my God, you are my hero. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think uh, there's just going to be some really good... Uh, uh, I feel like there will be some very unsavory uh, fan art about the tentacle that is existing in the sound <laughs> in the, in the Kraken logo these days. There's already a whole subreddit dedicated to it. So. Yeah. <laughs> and the internet made it porn. Great. <laughs> that did not take as long as I thought. Hey, it was a lot faster for the uh, Charlotte logo. <laughs> in case you just woke up from listening yesterday when we started recording to today when we finished, it's TLDL. Too long, didn't listen. Too long, didn't listen. <laughs> do, you, do you want one of Alexi Lawless's coconuts? <laughs> swing him up. Hey, I'm going for <laughs> Careful where you swing that thing. Come on. Too long, didn't listen. See you at the butt crack. Gross. <laughs> the butt crack is the smoking section. You can follow Full 90 Soccer Time Podcast on social media at Full 90 Podcast on Facebook and Twitter and at Full 90 Soccer Time on Instagram. You know, we really fluffed that up, if you know what I mean. And don't forget to rate, review, and tell a friend. Hot rubbish. Hot rubbish.